and welcome to a brand new Five Heart Podcast live on a Thursday night. Excited to be here with you all. We have a packed house. I'm your host here, Greg Mahachko, our founder, our fearless leader, and by request, rocking his Monday night robe, which is better than his Thursday night robe. It is. Which is a a life-size replica of his birthday suit, I've been told. So we're appreciative for the Monday night robe. Uh, John yes. Sam Johnston. Hello, sir. Hi. How are you? I'm great. By God, I'm great. You know, Nebraska baseball is going on right now, up six to one, top of the eighth against uh, Grand Canyon. There you go. Are you going to these games, Minnie? I'm going tomorrow. Yeah, so I mean, she, take, take photos. She, she's clearly oh, not I at will. the game right now, John. Obviously. So, and uh, of course, there, right there, Mini Hunt. Hello, Mini. How are you doing? Hello. I'm great. 75 Mini. degrees down here. It took Perfect. 70 degrees here in Illinois today. Is it? Yeah. It's Humidity? 36. I mean, in Minnesota terms, that might as well be 70 <laughs> degrees. It's usually about zero here. So, you know, the earth is it's just dying right in front of us. I disagree. Okay. I, we'll be fine. I kind of think this is what our average temperatures are for February. So I don't think I, we're dying just yet. Who, not, who said not here. There's 80 some Paul Dalen said it's 85 degrees where he is. I think he's in South Texas. Oh, yeah, that's hot. He also said this. Should I, should I, should I take that one, Greg? Should I, should we take that one right away? Sure. Just boom, ba doom, huh? Go for it. Okay. Paul Dalen also says, all in all, in you, Nebraska University, University of Nebraska sports seems like they are on an upswing. You know, they do. They do. Is that because we hit the depths of everything two years ago, one year ago? Well, that's the funny ago, thing really? about it is when you hit rock bottom, you can only go up. And I'm not going to say that uh, men's basketball was rock bottom two years ago. I don't think they were. Um, uh, yeah, they were. Okay. Really? Yeah, they were pretty. I mean, when, with all the hope you had with Fred Hoiberg coming in, and I think, you know, what you thought of what was going to happen in the early years he was here, uh, I think that's pretty rock bottomy. I mean, let's face it, it's Nebraska basketball, it's men's basketball. Even when our good years were good, they weren't that great. So, you know, it's just like one flat. Right. But it didn't sink economy. to the, It didn't sink to the depths. You know, like they weren't like a five-win team or something like that. I mean, they're managing 12 15 wins just not the amount of impressive victories that they've had this year i was um and i don't know, probably saw this link in our slack talking about nebraska's resume uh obviously number one purdue uh was it number six i think wisconsin they had yep. winner early on against michigan state kansas state yep. um you know they took illinois to overtime on the road uh, last night they finally got their first road victory of the season in Bloomington, which is traditionally a pretty tough place to play. Uh, yeah, which we'll, we'll we'll talk about all that, and 
you know, I mean, like this, um, is this the year? Like, look, this is not the year that Nebraska will win the national championship in men's basketball, but it could be the year that we get that first tournament win, which is the it's same a championship. thing. Right. It's the Come same. <laughs> I mean, it's been well, over a hundred years and nobody's cracked that egg yet. So I, you know, this would be a good, uh, good, you know, thing. It would be a good thing. I'm not going to talk about it very much. Okay. It scares me. John. Okay. John, just a little back history. How long has Nebraska had a men's basketball team? Since 1645. <laughs> I don't know. I don't that know basketball right. history that well, but I mean, it's been, you know, what, how, when does basketball get invented? Like in 1880 or something, uh, Supposedly by James Naismith. First season was 1897. Eight. Oh. So it's been, it's been what, 130 years, 100 and some fucking uh, years. Would you told you that Nebraska has a winning record all time? Teams. What? I said, would you believe me if I told you that Nebraska men's basketball had a winning record all time? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know that. According to the internet, take it with a grain of salt, uh, 1,535 wins, 1,417 losses. So, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Pretty even. We're, we're on the upswing. Yeah. <laughs> to use Paul's words, we are on the upswing. So that's going to just get better from there. Illinois lost to Penn State. 45 no. seconds left in the game. Illinois is up by seven, and they have the ball, and they lose. And that that is that is kind of the epitome of losing on the road. Penn State usually plays in, what is it, Jordan Bryce? Yeah, I think so. And then they played this game in Rec Hall, which is really small, old, okay. you know, old arena, whatever. And uh, I saw somebody on Twitter today bitching about the fact they switched the an Illinois fan bitching that they switched the game to Rec Hall and they should be forced to play it in the other one. <laughs> well, Il Illinois fans complain about a lot. Well, I thought Illinois was pretty good. I mean, They're when ranked. they played against when they played against us, we didn't we beat them in overtime? Like yeah. we barely beat them as well. Yeah, Man. it's the it's the Big Ten road thing. It's killing everybody. Mm -hmm. We're going to see if this conference is any good when we get to the NCAA tournament. You know, <laughs> That'll be exciting. The basketball guys I know are like, this conference sucks. This is terrible. And, I, you know, you never know until you just pull up till the tournament. Uh, as far as where Penn State is accustomed to playing games, uh, Fred says that Penn State used to play in the showers. Ouch. <laughs> Too soon, Fred. Good God. Uh, rec hall, uh, Paul Dalen says where they play volleyball. Right. I'm going to see if I can't get a picture of it here because it's truly astounding. The, uh, the depth to which Penn state, uh, sank to try to get a, a crowd and make it look like they had a crowd for this basketball game. Didn't, um, Josiah Alec, didn't he say something about a team booing another 
Oh yeah, he, he tweeted. He tweeted today that he'd never been at a game where the the student section booed their own team at home, and uh, and they did a lot. You could hear it. I mean, it's that's you know, yeah. I was you know, it, it, basketball is kind of fun when you're at, you're actually halfway decent at it. Mm-hmm. Now we finally get to uh, laugh at at the uh, misery of others. I, yeah, and you know what? You get a taunt, people. You get a taunt, people. Like, make well, fun of Creighton because they finally beat a number one team, and apparently one of our guys on Twitter put out a meme that pissed off all the Creighton people a lot. And <laughs> that was kind of funny. Well, to that end, let's, let's talk about, about how basketball can be fun when you're good. Uh, big Game Boomer does this little tracker and they say, you know, like the, who are the, wh- who are the best fan bases and who are the worst fan bases, I guess every weekend or for maybe every, every key uh, matchup of the week. So this came out earlier this week and they had Nebraska uh, and it's top 10, top 20, excuse me, best and worst student sections of the week. And they had Nebraska number five. And this is uh, I believe uh, from the Penn state game that was on Sunday, Saturday, I believe. Well, that that game, I'll be honest, that game was kind of boring. I mean, it wasn't. We just beat the shit out of Penn State. I mean, it we was fine. Yes, we did. We beat them up, and I I just thought, wow, there's no drama in this. I don't know what to do now. Yeah, we beat them sixty-eight to forty-nine. Yeah, it was. That's a, they that's did a pretty good beating. It is, and I think they uh, they didn't really they didn't really uh, you know show much fight in it. So. But anyway, kudos, what I'm trying to say, kudos to the student section, to the Nebraska fan base who has really turned out this season uh, in support of of a, I don't want to say an an under, maybe an underrated, but definitely uh, uh, producing at a high level men's basketball team. Yeah. John, I didn't know what, if they, they, I was looking at the comments. Uh, Sunday's, yeah, Sunday's game sold out. They just announced this morning that Sunday's game sold out. And then the next game, I want to say, who's after that? There's limited seating. Who we got coming up? I don't even know. Minnesota on Sunday. Yep. And then, uh, on the road at Ohio state, uh, a week from tonight, which I think is another winnable road game. And then you have uh, Rutgers uh, at home on March third. Rutgers, yeah, that's the one that is limited. I th- think that's so it. Get home. your tickets. No, actually, that might. Yeah, no, that's at home. Yeah, and then on the road at Michigan. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Minnie. No, you're fine. Um. All right. So okay. Couple. Uh, uh, let's hit the comments here for a little bit. Um, Matt Snovak says, Minnie. Is this the mini from the chat room? If so, shows how much I tune in sometimes if this is old news. Yeah, mini's been uh, on since right around Christmas. Good so God, mini. Matt, show up more often. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> STP, man. See the people. See the podcast. Um, and Brando Sports World back again says, good evening, John the Wise. Hello, <laughs> Minnie and Greg. What's up? It's nice <laughs> to see us on this winning streak, the best downs. Uh, we've been given our last three opponents. So I think that I think that the neat thing about it is give us I football's pretty quiet. 
Otherwise, we have to come up with stories. You know, it's it's basketball is giving us something to talk about, something to have fun with that isn't just football all the time. You know, and like, uh, well, it, go ahead. You know, it's it's extremely exciting too when because we're winning, and the crowds and the foot. You know, football players are going to the games, and so are the coaches, and they're putting on um, kind of like what they did for. Um, the football program, they're putting on these like really wonderful videos. I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's hyped up. It's a lot of fun. Could be the year. Top of the ninth, six to two, Nebraska still leading. Are they, um, I hope they're, they're the away team? We're up to bat. Mm-hmm. We're up okay, to bat. So we're the, yeah, we're the visitors. Uh, yeah. That means that we will have a distracted John for probably another 20 or so minutes. Because um, <laughs> John just can't focus on anything. Um, I, I focus fine. Do you? You do one thing yes. all at a time. I, you know, I focus here. I focus there. I focus here. I focus there. <laughs> That's why you get up and leave sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Go chase the dog. The focus. Squirrel. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Bruce Davis is here. Says, hi, John and panel. Great win last night. Now, hold on. I if, I think he just I, called I, us panel. I take offense to being like, I started the show. I mean, it's okay show. to call. You can call me panel. <laughs> the oh, year of God. our Lord, 2016. I started this show. Don't you dare call me panel. Pal. <laughs> Poor Greg. I told you we're gonna. I it it, it was in the YouTube write up. It was in the article. The like the hey, don't forget we're gonna be on tonight. Article on coronation. We're gonna get to it in the show. Greg's unbridled rage, and this is with zero alcohol. I want you to know, um, as as we we showed all these empty bottle caps last week. Um, I'm still, if anyone's interested, $5 a piece, I'll flatten them. I'll sign them. I'll send them to you. You can, uh, hand them over to John, uh, when you see him for baseball here, uh, in a couple of months and, and each, each little Greg token is good for a five minute hug from John. Um, yeah, don't worry about it. Just go, just go with it. Okay. Whatever you said, I was looking at baseball and time. Exactly. He's not even paying attention. I was pondering the pitching coach. <laughs> so you, uh, you might be surprised, John. I, I need money and you need hugs, John. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> but anyway, okay. no, we're. Uh, I saw something this week that just, for the love of God, pissed me off to no end. Well, we're gonna are we get getting? Wait, whoa, whoa, we can't get there yet. We're not getting there yet. Okay. But when when I get called the panel on my own damn show. Woo! Come on, he he meant well. Maybe he's on a phone and it's really hard to type names because I have that problem. Okay, you know chat is just here for rants. Go ahead, Greg. There we go. (laughs) Bruce says, hi, Greg, Minnie. Good to see you. Thank you. Bruce, see, you're forgiven. See that? Now you're all calmed down. Did you did you look at your Apple Watch and get your heartbeat down to like 79 resting? No, I'm I took my Apple Watch off when I came home. Uh, so <laughs> um it's not time yet, James. It's not time yet. We're right now we're happy. We're there'll happy? be plenty there'll be plenty of time 
yeah, we collectively are happy. There'll be plenty of time for rage later. But as we mentioned, Nebraska did go on the road last night at Indiana, and they beat the Hoosiers. Uh, and it's the first conference road win of the season. It had to feel good uh, for Coach Hoiberg and company because it wasn't just a win. It was a double-digit Big Ten conference win on the road. Um, and, it, you know, it, it was what we've continued to see from this team getting production from a lot of different places. You know, um, some, I don't want to say necessarily unexpected, like Casey Tominaga had 20 points, but uh, Jamarcus Lawrence had a career high 19. You know, just people, players on this team continually step up. And it's really great to see, and it's that added, it's that depth that I really think is going to help them uh, here in a few weeks when we get to the Big Ten tournament, and you know, hopefully beyond in, in the NCAA men's basketball tournament. You know, um, you know, go ahead, go ahead. It okay. was fun. You it was go fun. Back you know, to Nebraska baseball. just beat the hell out of Murley. <laughs> they were ahead by twenty at half, and then at the beginning of the second half, oh, that's interesting. That looks very ESPN like. You what? Yeah, what? Who's doing this? Put somebody else in the middle, though. I feel like I'm surrounded. I don't know how to Anyway, fix that. Nebraska was up by there 20. Uh, you know, they lost the lead, and Indiana started coming back, and they looked like they have all year on the road where they weren't rebounding. They weren't turning the ball over a lot, but they weren't rebounding. They were missing shots. They were, uh, you know, Indiana couldn't miss anything, and the lead went down, and Twitter exploded. Nebraska Twitter went absolutely batshit insane. You know, somebody tweeted at me, if they lose this, they don't deserve to be in the tournament. And I, I, The last guy that said me said something to that like that on Twitter, I told the fuck off. But uh, this time I had a more measured response that was, oh, come on! You know, <laughs> it, it wasn't typed like that, but that's what I thought. And then, uh, you know, Lawrence hit a three-point shot, and Indiana suddenly went, oh, God, we suck again. And they sucked for the rest of the game. And uh, Nebraska kind of just took it away from them. What was really nice to see, you know, it was nice to see it on the road, regain their composure and, uh, you know, just start hitting shots and playing well again and start taking the game back over. And then the Indiana crowd booed. And, you know, on Twitter, when what happens when, uh, like, Indiana men's basketball, the official tweet, you know, Twitter account, tweets something, the memes start coming back at them. And I guess this is a thing for people to do with bads. That's not just a Nebraska thing. Apparently, people do this all over the place, and uh, they're pretty funny. You need to go look at them. I should have I, – if I was prepared, I would have brought up a couple of them. Yeah, thanks for giving me a lot of warning <laughs> on that. I could have, I could have I, prepared some of those earlier in the day. Look. Well, there was – there was I, I put one look. in the Slack room, you know. You Wait. lost to Gary, comma, Indiana. <laughs> oh, I don't know why this is so stupid. I just thought it was hilarious. That's kind of uh, funny. Um, so I love I love to say this because I this is what I love about basketball. You win by the three and you die by the three. Well, that's certainly true for Nebraska. No, I was going to say. Yeah. We it, made 13 three-pointers last night. Now, how many did we take? How many attempts did we have? I don't know. <laughs> you can you can look that up. I'm going to. 
Don't worry. I have but, 38 different windows open, but I, I have the stats right in front of me. You're dead. Uh, we oh were, my God, I, we were 14 of 33 for 42.4% well, from the You know, 40% is pretty good. 42% is pretty decent. Here's the thing. It's not just that Nebraska has, you know, they're hovering around, I think, 40 to 44% from beyond the arc. But what they're doing is they're forcing other teams to try to match that. You know, and, and, take, and so a lot of teams had shots. Yeah. Right. Um, now, Indiana didn't look like they necessarily played in that game. They only attempted 21 uh, threes. They made four of them. So I know. Hey, and it's, so, was- it's so terrible because the Hoosiers consider themselves a blue blood program. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they haven't done anything since Bobby Knight was young, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, that is so terrible. But what what happened with um, Rank Mast? Didn't he just like only have two points last night? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play that well. You know, and that's okay. Sometimes Rank, somebody tweeted at me: Rank Mast is the most frustrating player ever. I mean, they have off nights and they have good nights. The key is they have enough depth that somebody else can make up for it. Nick right. Brown from my hometown of Curtis, Nebraska, says Indiana sucks at free throws. That's funny. I think that's hilarious. I didn't realize they were the worst team in the Big Ten at free throws, but it's hilarious because they're Indiana. You know what I mean? It's kind of like us sucking at basketball or at football and people making football. fun of us. It's, well, Paul, yeah. this is, I think, and I've seen this comparison in the past, but is, I think it's very accurate. They are the Nebraska of college basketball. <laughs> you know, they're they're living on the glory right. of, uh, of, of years past. 20 years ago. Now, I mean, we talk about – you know, rank master. Yeah, he only had two points, but we had. Uh, you know, Tominaga had twenty. We mentioned Jamarcus Lawrence with nineteen. Bryce Williams had eighteen. Juwan Gary had fifteen. Um, you know, Wilcher, who was so pivotal in that win against uh, Wisconsin, had two. So I mean, again, you just never know who's going to step up. But you get f- four guys with fifteen or more points. That's I think that's one of the more balanced offenses in the conference. I don't. I don't follow everybody. I got a pretty good yeah. idea. Well, we got and we got it together on defense in the second half. I felt like so that. Yeah, you're right. And it should be stated that I was working till almost ten o'clock and didn't see any of the game. So I'm just making it up oh. as I go. Let's let's not overlook really? that fact. Yeah, uh, I don't until got- ten thirty last night. I got up at, uh, this morning and my wife said, uh, I knew we won. And I said, how would you know we won? And she said, you stopped screaming profanities at the TV. Because <laughs> I, I, she went to bed when I screamed at her. But why <laughs> are you screaming profanities? We weren't behind at all oh, last night. Indiana, listen. Do you not know John? You looked at the foul <laughs> shot discrepancies. And, and you know, I think – Minute, or Nebraska had like five, six free throw attempts, and Indiana had twenty-one or something. So for the game, uh, I, I didn't ahead. mean to interrupt you. Yeah, so uh, Indiana had twenty-four free throw uh, attempts; they made fourteen. Nebraska had fourteen uh, attempts and made nine. So, but the one, the when I screamed at her is they called Tom and Aga for traveling, and I went nuts, and she goes, "We well, he did travel," and I went. It's fine. That's at home. And they did. I love, they just, I love that like your mic cuts out. Game. What's that? <laughs> I love that your mic cuts out when you start screaming profanities. I didn't know that. <laughs> at least it did on my end. <laughs> on, on the next uh, 
Available soon at the store at copycorn.com. She went to bed when I screamed at her. The next big t shirt. <laughs> but I did. Um, She's like, he did travel. <laughs> like, just because something's true doesn't mean you have to bring it up all the time. So, um, okay. Top of the ninth, Nebraska seven to two, one out. We got uh, runners at second and third. And well, Aaron Rostovsky is right. I right. It's Silva. You want to try? You want to try pronouncing that again? Which one? Rostovsky. Aaron Rostovsky. Aaron first name's Aaron. Yeah, Rostovsky. You Rostovsky. hired him. Get your head. I out did of your hire ass. him. I call him Aaron because that's his name. I call him. Sweetie, no, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> it's all fun, kids. Um, yeah, James says very looking very much like the uh, NBA. There were several tra- several travels during the game that weren't called, but they called that one. Okay, he watched. John. There you go. See, <laughs> you're welcome, Aaron. Um, let's see. Brando Sports World, the only thing that would have made this win even better is if Tom Crean was still Indiana's coach. He hated that guy. <laughs> you know, he was – he had – I think that you could have a Big Ten basketball coach scowl, con, scowl contest, and Tom Crean just was so good with his facial expressions. I mean, I would love it if he, – he's right. I would love it if he was there now and we beat him last night. He would just, you know, do that shit he does with his face and just, you know. Uh, your Fran McCaffrey going completely ballistic. It, it, it's so fun to get watch that part of basketball. Fred Hoiberg rarely ever gets really, like, he's not scally. Danny Nee can scowl like a son of a bitch. Fred Hoiberg, you can see him cuss every once in a while, but and you know I respect a guy that cusses. But uh, <laughs> we know you do, John. Good scout, Ben Johnson, Minnesota guy, almost went after an official the other night. He had to be pulled back by one of his people. I didn't think he had that in him. Now that's entertainment. That's right up Fred's alley. <laughs> Going to the bottom of the ninth, up seven to two. All right. Only this is how, this is where we lost minute. the last two games. This is about where we're going to lose John. I'm afraid. Why uh, is that? Because you'll lose interest in us and focus on baseball. It's a, I just have a score sheet thing up here. I'm not watching anything live. Sure. Um, so in the comments, uh, we got a, a return from the legend living in Omaha, David Matney, who says good evening. And in recognition, because, again, we're such a, a terrific community here, Fred says, living in Omaha, Dave Matney, there you are. It's been a minute. We need your counterbalance of common sense here. So uh, uh, that's a, a very nice uh, uh, comment. And and David, for sure, what, we get a lot of ridiculous questions, and nobody's denying it. Nobody's complaining. But Mr. Matney always brings some really good questions that are – topical so um welcome back david and uh all right so let's we we talked we talked about um a a little bit a look ahead to nebraska schedule the next one is always the most important one minnesota sunday at home as many said it's sold out uh you can watch it on the big 10 network which is what i will do we are ranked fifth in the conference and i want to say minnesota's like not good yeah, not very good. So hopefully 
we're not going to take this as, you know, just laying down. And we go in and kick some Minnesota butts. Yeah, John, I, does Rotten what? Sun care about basketball? Or does it just like to rub your, your face in football? You know, he 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 cares if they're good, and they're not really that good. Although they're not at the bottom of the conference, I think, you know, when you looked at the preseason, everybody expected Minnesota to be at the bottom. And I think they're like fifth or sixth. But, you know, if here's, here's what Rotten Sun does. Rotten Sun comes downstairs from his, his palace room, you know, with his nice computer where he lives. He comes down the last two minutes of games when he knows we're possibly going <laughs> to lose them. Oh, and then he just stands, you know, I sit on the couch here and he stands like over here, right out of my peripheral vision. And I'm like, what, what are you doing now? You fuck. And, and he's like, <laughs> I know he'll never watch this. So he'll never get that impression of him. <laughs> <laughs> and then it he plays. It would drive me crazy to live with somebody like that. Well, I can't beat Absolutely him because he crazy. has a mother that lives here too. Yeah. Uh, so I find bold. a way. If we, are, if we somehow lose to minute, it would look like we might be losing, you know, that's what's going to happen toward the end of the He's game. Is that, <laughs> uh, no. So if, I wonder if he has like a Google alert to, that'll tell him to score at the, in the last five minutes of the game. He runs down What's real quick. Huh? I think I think that he he watches the game. He just watches the games on his monitors. Yes, mm. yes, he. Well, he's like six monitors. You know. As far as men's basketball is concerned, yes, uh, Nebraska is fifth in the conference. They're nine and seven in the conference. Minnesota is uh, seventh in the conference at eight and seven. Um, you know, Nebraska's eight and zero oh at home. It's a home game. Uh, Minnesota's two and five on the road. It's a good opportunity for Nebraska to keep, you know, inching along. And and uh, let's face it, at the end of the day, Nebraska's grateful or, or should be grateful that of the twenty-seven games that they've played this year, seventeen of them have been at home. There's just something wow. different about the Pinnacle Bank Arena. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's. I mean, I I remember the first. <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but no sit Sunday was like the the real first. It, and maybe that's recency bias. And we're going to talk about that recency bias later on as well. But that was like my first real wake up call to the Nebraska basketball fans, you know, um, mm-hmm. that fateful Sunday against Wisconsin. Um, but this year they've just been next level. Uh, and, and again, it, it's, it's being noticed. I'm not going to put the graphic up. But you know it's it's being noticed by um, outside, you know, disinterested parties that that the um, like the student section and and how uh, they're affecting games. So Nebraska can take care of you know they've got two more at home. They got two more on the road. Um, realistically, I think they, that Rutgers game might be the most difficult of the bunch. Um, well, yeah, that is kind of weird. Yeah. Didn't we just now um did we beat the record for home wins on the last so. uh no 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 two games ago. Yeah we did. did. We? I don't you sure? I thought it was yeah. 18 wins. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure. 
So this next one will actually surpass it if we win. Somebody when? in chat will probably correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's. I what the hell, Aaron Rostadati? <laughs> I wanted to announce no. that you bastard. He he. You can you can read it. This is audio and visual. Aaron Rostoboski says Huskers win six runs on an All American pitcher. Uh, Rostovsky. Aaron Rostovsky. 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 Eastern uh, European. Aaron Tchaikovsky says. Nope. Rostovsky. You're thinking of the famous composer Tchaikovsky. Aaron Rasputin says we won. Nope. Nope. You're thinking of the uh, uh, famed. Russian, not Soviet, but uh, wizardish type advisor, Rasputin. No, Rostovsky. Okay, Rostovsky. <sighs> oh, here's a. I'm gonna let you read this one, John. What? Yeah, Aaron <laughs> Teed says I'm an Aaron, but I'm no Rostovsky. Indeed, Scotty. That's really funny. And Fred laughs that Aaron Rostovsky. Uh, stole your thunder. Aaron Rostoboski, you can do the recap. I suck at recaps. Okay. And Highlander Gun says, I thought it was Aaron. Good, good pop culture reference there. Fred, uh, John, uh, Fred says that you are the Husker Rasputin. No matter what happens, he can't get rid of you. That that you know, people have complained about that in my life. Nobody's complaining. We love you, John. Yeah, especially when they had beer. <laughs> well, let's take uh, this opportunity to remind all of you good people uh, that if you are watching this on YouTube, and here we'll make the viewers happy, uh, make sure that you like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so that you are notified anytime we. Uh, bring you a new episode, new content, whether it's uh, the full live stream episode like this or one of John's reaction videos. And I don't have any fancy flashy graphics for it, but if you haven't yet, head over to John's other YouTube channel. And John, the name of that YouTube channel is Hardcore College Football History. And be educated on, uh, at least in in the early videos, the infancy of this sport that we all love, this sport that realistically brought us all together and the reason why we're all here tonight. Make sure you hit the like button, the subscribe button, and uh, hit the notification. That's the best way that you can help us out. And when you hit that like button, or as some people in the chat have said in the past, smash that like button, uh, it, it affects the algorithm and you know more people can see it. We can elevate uh, to the top of, of some of these Husker channels and things like that so right yeah i act cool. like a professional in the history videos it's kind of you funny. do you're very like put it's, together you usually have your hair pulled back yeah like off-putting sweater <laughs> but they're yeah. great videos thank you they are i also, love the history as we mentioned uh while we don't have the uh, I screamed at her and then she went to bed. Uh, we do have plenty of great uh, merch available at copycorn.com like this RTFB shirt. Uh, and you can obtain it uh, in, in a variety of, 
of background colors and sizes and styles and hoodies and and other things. And and while you're there, you, maybe you'll want to get that that Cobby full body suit um, and and rock that the 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 hoodie and matching pants and the bandana and everything. Just you know, make the most of uh of, of your expendable income and and support the show. <laughs> Support John. Man killing mastodon shirt. You get the man killing mastodon shirt. What about some okay. yellow tights? And also, we'll, we'll get there. I don't know if you know this, but uh, our main man John has written a few books, limited or, or including, oh. but not limited to, "Been Dead, Never Been to Europe," um, and it, it goes and and just explains all of, uh, you know, the John's. The, the heart attack, the widowmaker that almost took him, and uh, the the head injury, the the memory loss, the trauma, the laughs. I laughed not at John's misery, but as his uh, you know retelling of some of the the tales of his youth, uh, growing up in Curtis, Nebraska, and playing five man football, and and uh, you know using a stone because they didn't have leather back in the day. Uh, so there's that, and then I think the last thing we have as far as our housekeeping. Let's not forget Friday, March 1st. Okay, March 1st. Did I know that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you you were there. We had to run it past you. Uh, we really? will be watching Young Guns as a family. So uh, get your popcorn and your Reese's Pieces and, and uh, whatever other candies you need to get through this and whatever John will have to in, you know use to endure watching Young Guns with us. As we mystery science theater three thousand this shit. So, Roger Moore just when we started this, he said he just got through watching Young Guns. How many times can you watch Young Guns? All the time. One month. No, you can watch it maybe a half. <laughs> a half. I don't remember. Uh, Josh, if you're referring to uh, Young Guns, probably going to be same time, nine central, eight in lesser time zones. Um, so be be prepared for that. Uh, and John, yeah. we were wondering if you're going to be wearing your chaps for that. I, I have or chaps. Some people, <laughs> or some people say chaps. <laughs> yeah, you know, I probably should get something cowboy-esque, huh? That'd be awesome. Yeah. But could you could you do it like uh, Marty McFly in um, Back to the Future, the end of two, went in, in into the beginning of three when he goes back to the old west? Like, could I you look like like really hokey, uh, non authentic looking uh, cowboy gear? I uh, yeah. I mean, whatever I would wear as cowboy gear would be non authentic looking. I've never been able to pull off wearing a cowboy hat or boots or any of that stuff, you know. But didn't you grow up in Nebraska on a farm? Yeah. Yeah. Not on a farm. I grew up in a small oh. town. You know, but John you grew Cougar Milliken. Farm kids? Yeah. And that's how everybody dressed, right? Well, not everybody. You had the people that lived in the country that typically might wear cowboy hats. And then you have, you know, I just have never been able to, you know, if I put a cowboy hat people on, people look at me and they go, what, what are you scamming us for? That's, you know, I'll find a cowboy hat maybe. Okay. We're looking forward to it. <coughs> so Sheriff's excited. badge. <laughs> um, 
Fred says that the only chaps John has is his ass after we lose a football game. My dad at the roost. Uh, and Dave Matney uh, leaning into oh my God. Uh, the great one. Has Curtis Nebraska given John the key to the city, or are there any statues of our fearless leaders? I th- There's actually a sign outside of town with my picture on it, a big round thing with a slash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fred says, no, they gave him a rubber chicken and said, get the fuck out and never come back. <laughs> there you go. No. You, okay. y'all Nick were Brown says I can still hit his house with a baseball. Well, if you hit it hard enough, will the house fall over? I mean, those log cabins. You know, well, it's not well, my house. It's not our house anymore. Somebody okay. else lives there, I guess. I mean, that's how houses work. Either they yeah. live in them or they get torn down. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, let's see here. Dean um, Butterman Warren Hot Fuzz. James Boardman says, great big gobs of greasy, grimy gopher guts. I feel like that's a Monday night thing. Is that a Monday night thing? No, that's you were, we were talking about playing Minnesota. Yeah, but that's yeah. A, that's some terrific alliteration that I, I feel like you or Todd would say. Are you kidding me? You don't know what that is? I think I feel like that's a, a, a saying from a movie. Right? James um, Portman, tell him what that is. Oh my God! Is it National Lampoons? Ah. Well, that's got to be um, Caddyshack. Ah, uh, that makes yeah. They're Chevy Chase. Yep. Sorry, sorry. Great greed gobs of greasy, grimy gopher guts. It, it was like a song, or a uh, you know, it, actually, it was a song. I mean. <clears throat> Yeah, there's fifty. There's about sixty people online right now. How many of you people have ever heard of Doctor Demento? I have many. You, you've never heard of. I Dr. mean, Demento. honestly, would I think you'd be more surprised if I said yes. I've heard of. <laughs> That's not inaccurate. <laughs> okay, you know, number one, Highlander Gun has it right. It's a camping song. Great, great. The full yeah, title is Great great Green Gobs of Greasy, Grimy Gopher Go Guts. guts. And I, yeah. I forgot my spoon. Uh, but Dr. Dr. Demento has had a radio show. He's still around. He still does online stuff. But he had a radio show where he would play. Uh, well, he, him and Weird Al, he's one of the reasons why Weird Al got famous. And they yep. both kind of got famous together when Weird Al years ago started doing parody songs. And they took off. Probably the biggest one in the early 80s being Another One Rides the Bus instead of Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. Uh, that was big. We're all familiar uh, parodies, John. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. So, that was so dismissive. You're lucky I'm not there. You're like, oh, fucking shut up, old man. This God, this stuff. I didn't mean to start a tirade. I just couldn't remember the, the, the source. Fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish roly poly heads. Fish I remember heads. that song. Okay, there, that was a Dr. Demento song. I saw Daddy kissing Santa Claus. Everyone knows that, that song. You know, that's that's famous. I don't, I don't know, know that, that one. A... What? I know, mommy. You know, I saw mommy kissing that, Santa Claus. That is listed under one of his songs. Uh, Shaving cream, which is a you know, all these songs are funny, stupid. 
there's there's songs about Star Trek. What I can't I'm trying to think of the existential blues was probably my favorite. Okay, my, my, my Bologna. My Bologna, yeah. <laughs> All right. I have I ha, I, I didn't want uh, this is is the chat slow down for a minute, so this one is still here. I have to what? ask John, what the hell yes. happened Monday night? Yeah. Because Dave Matney says, wasn't Monday night droopy boob night? I just read that too. Tell, fill us in. What was going on? Was well, your Linda Wilkins is one of our record rec, oh. regulars, and she made a joke about droopy boobs. Linda made a joke about yes. droopy boobs. And it was I a very, very good droopy boobs joke. Uh, well, you know, you can go back and watch it. It's in the comments. Well, I already watched it, but now I'm going to have to rewatch it with the comments up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let us move on. Okay, we're moving on. We want we're we're and we're moving on up. No, we're not. Um, we talked men's basketball. Let's address women's basketball because this has been, shall we say, a challenging week for uh, head coach Amy Williams and her team. Although you know they're handling business on the court. Uh, I you know they won a couple in a row. They last Saturday, um, yeah, yeah, last Saturday they beat Purdue, and then after everything came out earlier this week, they were home against Northwestern and took care of business, winning that one big, seventy-five to fifty. But it's been a tumultuous week, I would say, uh, after some accusations or allegations and a lawsuit came forth um, that alleged, you know, I guess the least impropriety and at most uh, exerting power and influence over a, a player, a past player. Uh, yeah. James Warman's right there. Can't be a big 10 school without a sex scandal. God, well, that is true. Isn't it? And it just seems like every time we're on this upswing, right? It's the Nebraska curse. I swear. It's like, Oh, we, just got to get a black eye. Well, there has to be some drama. Right? How many total athletes are the student athletes, air quotes, student athletes, are there at Nebraska? Like 700? That'd be oh, gosh. Well, yeah, there's got to be. I mean, if you're including like the bowling. Well, yeah, 22 sports. Diving. What, 650, 700 student athletes. I mean, year by year, you know, some of them got to have grievances. I mean, I that sounds really dismissive, but I mean, she's playing at UNLV now, right? So she's actually still playing. Yeah. But just why did it take this long <gasps> to come up? That's I hate that. Well, people, you know, people in that position have to digest and program. They have to process stuff for a while. Yeah, but that's and why honestly, she's And honestly, let's face it. Every time you, you search this young woman's name, this is going to come up probably for right. the rest of her life. So I, I think that there's a lot of guts that's in that too. Do I really right. want to do this? You could probably be really cynical about it and say, well, some lawyer put it up to us. Well, you know, maybe they did. At the same time, sometimes, you know, these things are necessary. If Nebraska screwed up, then they should just pay her. And there you go. That's what... You know, that's what lawyers do. Well, John Hansen, that's lawyers do is get compensation for people that have been wronged. 
Fred says, many quit talking Nebraska curses. No bad mojo. Leave that to John in his toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's that is true. I have okay. Okay. You're right. No bad mojo. Right. Um, but again, despite I don't know if you want to call it adversity or maybe un uncertainty, you know, it, is this going to be something that causes people to lose jobs? Probably not. But will the university end up paying? I'd say so. Well, it uh, it already caused the guy to lose his job. Well, at the time. The, the, well right. But the one who was obviously directly involved, right? But I don't think right. Amy Williams will lose her job. I don't think Trent, uh, Trent Trev Alberts is going anywhere. Um, but again, despite all that, you know, Nebraska. Well, this is when Trev Alberts just became the AD, right? What year did I he become so, yeah. AD? Yeah. So probably, you know, he was in the tail end of it, I'm guessing. I'm just thinking out loud. Uh, Josh says neither side wants this in court. Mm, they'll they'll both look true. to settle. Um, and let's see. Yeah, MK is hoping they can settle out of court as well. Um, so, but again, despite that, Nebraska big win against Northwestern at home uh, a couple of nights ago. They're uh, home again. You know, we mentioned that Minnesota men are, are coming to town here on uh, sat Saturday. Saturday night, Sunday. I think. Is it Sunday? Yeah, it is Sunday. Sunday. I, I'm horrible. Um, anyway, uh, yes. So back-to-back Nebraska-Minnesota matchups at home at PBA, Saturday night, Sunday night. Uh, so go out if you're in the area, support. This is not a bad Nebraska team. Uh, in fact, it's probably one of Great. the better um, – Performing teams that Amy Williams has had in her tenure here, 18 and 9, 10 and 6 in the conference. Um, you know, they similarly have had some impressive wins uh, with the uh, win recently over number two, Iowa. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's go out and, and support this team just like you would the men. What about dead puppies? Dead what? puppies aren't much fun. Oh, yeah. This is we went back to a previous topic. The, Dr. the Dr. Demento? Dr. Demento song. Huh? I don't huh? know that one. Dead puppies. <laughs> I remember fish heads. You scared me for a second. <laughs> it's like, where's Esther? <laughs> oh, gosh, don't do that. <laughs> um, Let's see here. Wrestling, um, I don't have a ton to talk about wrestling. I know that uh, Dylan uh, just did a nice write-up about mm -hmm. some incoming Huskers who were state champions. One of them in North Dakota was a five-time high school state champion because he also won the state title for high school as an eighth grader. So he won in eighth grade, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior years. It's pretty impressive. Uh, he's coming to Nebraska as well. A kid from Colorado had two losses. He's a state champ, had two losses this year, but they were both in the Ironman uh, tournament, which is uh, a little bit you know, different. I, I think it's more of like bringing out some of the, the top tier talent from the country. Uh, so I don't have a ton uh, for wrestling other than, um, you know, they're, they're going to wrestle at uh, Arizona state <laughs> this coming Sunday. And, they, like everybody else, lost to Penn State in a duel uh, a few days ago. So, 
Yeah, it, we were doing pretty good though up until the end. Um, well, it's it's Penn State hasn't lost a duel. Four like, years? Yeah, something. Fifty-five. It's their fifty-fifth win in a row. I mean, they're just they're so dominant. They're you know, I think Todd said they're probably going to have five national mm -hmm. champions, and uh, yeah, they should be disbanded or something for being too good. So it's more competitive, and we could win a national title. The greedy bastards. Yeah, sons of bitches from Penn State. Anyway. Well, um, John, you and and what? we have. Oh, I was just gonna say you have the uh, Grand Canyon University men's or or the the baseball. Nebraska won tonight. I think you said seven to two. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Aaron will have the recap for that on coordination.com. Uh, but any any highlights there, John, you wanted to discuss? Because it's in the notes. I'm trying to stick to the format so I don't get yelled at. No, I didn't pay that close attention. I only yeah, that's what we have Aaron Ross Devosky for and, and Todd. They're they know baseball. You know what I mean? They know stuff like uh, when you're supposed to like send the guy and to bunt and, you know, not flip the bat. They know all that stuff. I just make up shit about baseball. I enjoy it. The thing about baseball and basketball is I don't know those sports well enough to be a really good pundit, but I can like blabber enough about them to sound like something. Whereas, you know, there we have other guys that are really actually know that, you know, like Nate McHugh coaches basketball for crying mm -hmm. out loud, you know? If we get a soccer team, I can talk some things about. I coached soccer for a while. There you go. And while we're sticking to the format, uh, we're sticking to the format. We are working on sticking to the format, and and my unbridled rage segment will come at the end. Uh, it was supposed to be allegedly. I was told, folks. Let me tell you, they wanted me to put that in the quote unquote housekeeping section. I said no, no, <laughs> because it's football related, and it will have. <laughs> do damn time so <laughs> we'll get to that but uh we have you know spring workouts are near to starting um and many you've got a little breakdown of of kind of the upcoming timeline or, or calendar of of activities yes right we all want to know football stuff what can we expect so now we know they have started the mat drills which consists of 6 a.m. They're meeting at the Hawk Center for 75 minutes worth of mat drills. And these guys are like pushing around semis. They're doing all kinds of weird things. Um, coach Knighton said, because remember he was coached by Matt Rule at Baylor. He said, we were the guinea pigs out there at 5 a.m. So they, he was up an hour earlier. Coach Rule was a younger coach, and he had a lot more energy chasing us around. It was a lot harder when I was doing it. So I don't feel sorry for those guys. <laughs> and oh, my I love God. That. I know. It's, it sounds so tough. I like Rolling. it. Yeah. No, I heard no, there was no. a lot of vomiting. Don't start. Oh, sure. <laughs> are you making that up? Are you are you just are you is, are you calling back to? Uh, well, think about it. These guys probably haven't been pushed very hard for a couple months. You know, they've been college students, and now they got to go get back into it. 
And their coaches are like, let's see what you're made of. <laughs> Get the screaming at him. Well, and, and they said Matt Rule was actually, um, you know, he's always asked about Dylan Riola. And he's just like, he's out there every single day at 6 a.m. He's like one of the first people to get there. So he's, uh, he's taking it really seriously. Mark it 56 minutes and about 17 <laughs> seconds when Minnie finally said the name. I'm the name track. above names. If you want to blaspheme. Oh my gosh, twice in the same minute. Holy cow. Yay. All right. So uh, what's up next is the spring practice begins in a month, March 24th. So right after spring break. Um, and then they're going to get a whole month of practice right before the spring game, which is April 27th. Are you going to come to Nebraska for the spring game, Minnie? I really want to. What's, what's I, keeping you from doing that? Children, well, bring this with weekend, you this weekend. For instance, I have five games I have to go to. Five. What are they? Soccer. Ah, okay. all soccer. I I, yeah. I did that. I did that for a while. Mm -hmm. for, well, for years. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, David. You could just say, "Okay, this this is my special day, my special weekend." And I do it. that. I do that, and it's so hard. But time. okay, so also everyone has seen, I'm sure, that we have an X's and O's coaches clinic. This is actually, I would love to go to this. <laughs> April 5th and 6th. And Bill Belichick is the special keynote speaker. Now that would be yeah, fun that, to go to. It'd be interesting. It would yeah. be. Do you Love have to be a coach to go? No. You just have to be over 18. No, they don't open it up to everybody, do they? Oh my just God. Where are they going to have this then? Are they going to have it in Memorial Stadium where they can seat 86,000 people, 92,003? <laughs> I know. Is that right? a new record for coaches' <laughs> clinics worldwide? <laughs> well, he's put together quite a, a spring and summer. I mean, this guy's busy. Rule keeps things going. It's kind of nice, though, because now we know, okay, this is how he runs things, right? So we can know we know what to expect. This is yeah. kind of like, I love that he lays things out like that on a schedule for us. Um, guys, what? the spring game is also when the transfer port portal name entry ends. So we, I think we had Corey Collier put in his name like last week. And so, you know, we're still quite a bit over. <laughs> David Maddie with an with a all-time great uh, one. Anyone from Michigan going to be attending the coaches clinic? That's a, yeah. Do you I'm have sure. the entire speakers list? No. You know what? It's very vague. Like there's, and it's all, it's all run separately from um, Nebraska, like the university. It's actually through a website called Matt Rules, I think camps.com, something like that. 
So, um, nope, it's not mattrulescamps.com. It's something like that. I mean, you have to quote me, really. <laughs> I'm just, you know, if, pe if people want to know, yeah, no, read okay, off some of the topics. Read, read off some of the topics. Well, they don't have that laid out either. It's just X's and O's. Basically, they want you to come because you know you're learning about coaching. I'm sure they're gonna. I'm sure they're going to invite a lot of the high school coaches, just because they want you know them to get their players involved in Nebraska. So, um, after the spring game, we have summer camps. Now, this is what I like. You know, we always have summer camps. We have Friday night lights. We have position camps. But this year, and I don't know if he's done it in the past, they're opening it up to youth as young as third grade. That's pretty no young. Idea. I think that's amazing. Remember, he keeps he kept talking about in his um, in his pressers that he wanted to, like kids from the very first time that you know they learn about football to be involved in camps. So he's making it happen. What is going on, guys? Uh, so nothing that I can find has any lineup of coaches um, for the the clinic. MattRuleFootballCamps.com. That's it. Josh Hansen says, fucking Greg and John grilling the only person that does any homework to do more. <laughs> That's true. We're, tr we're trying it's to like keep her on our toes. like light. By the That's way, nice. X's, and O's, X's and O's is a really nice song by Ellie King if you've never, you know, search it on your Spotify, X's and O's. It's a fun song. Okay. That's what that's what comes to head. Um <clears throat> That and beep, 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 beep. His car would beep, beep, beep. No recognition whatsoever. Okay. Well, Fred says that I was raising my hand like a good panelist. Um, and let's see here. Uh, Scott Schrader says, uh, Greg, I just got here. How many beers deep in are you? This is where I have to share the bad news that I'm out of yingling. So I'm actually just drinking dihydrogen monoxide tonight. There, um, there are other beers in the world. Uh, I was going to call you Bob. Greg, there's other, other beers in the world. I mean, I've been called kind of other things, Just, Just names and things get stuck in my head. They I don't think come he out got hooked. Right. He's been drinking yingling for like a month. A, a few weeks. Yeah. At least. Um. It's, now there's nothing yingling or nothing. <laughs> we just so could I, just I, call somebody. Have a semi truck come by, deliver shit tons. I will. I will for you, John. Um, I will eventually run and get uh, more yingling. Just not right now. So you have to go to Missouri. I have to go to Missouri or Kentucky. Well, Missouri. Who the hell wants to go to Missouri? I mean, for Yingling and cheaper gas. Illinois Don't you has have friends that can bring it across the border for you. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. I actually do yeah. know a guy. That's your Yingling distributor. I mean, he's, he's also a coworker, so I, I could probably 
I could probably facilitate something like that, Minnie. You're on to something. You have just... But if I go across the river, I get cheaper gas because Illinois has outrageous gas tax. So it's like, do I, oh. I could pay two eighty nine for gas instead of three forty nine and get some yingling. So, and it pays for itself. No, I still have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so zero I beers. Think, I think, actually, I think yingling ought to like Sponsor be one the of show. our sponsors. Yes. I have I have told numerous a brewery in Nebraska, you send me beer and we will talk about you on the show. They have yet to send me beer. You're probably on a waiting list of about 4,000 people. <laughs> Josh says that we had weather talk and now gas prices. It's officially old man off season. <laughs> I haven't brought up old country music. I uh, love old country music. That Fred I can says, talk about. Fred says that Yingling Greg is a more fun panelist on this show. I just this is this panel thing is not it's not ever going to die. You make I make one comment about it. That's because that's because you did the biggest mistake you can do. I made a comment about it. I no, sold it. You 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 showed that something irritates you. Yeah. You should no never show. You, you should never tell anybody what irritates you. Like, Ever. hey, you know what you do that irritate me? Never do that. I know. Yeah. Okay, I, advice from John. Also, never yeah. get a tattoo, just in case you yeah. have to go in on a lineup. Please, please line yeah, up. Please line up. <laughs> right. We, we have all of these words of wisdom yeah. <laughs> to live by. John, I feel like you should uh, put all these words down in a book. Yeah, yeah I should. <laughs> Fred says we need a panelist shirt for copy corn. Um, Josh is telling me never to sell. Uh, Terry Swanson and others are wanting some country music talk. Um, there we go. So, Melissa's here and says country music is great. I mean, yeah. I'll go well, okay. and say it, older it, country it, music is great. I don't know about this. This is really depends on what that means. Yeah. I mean, I, like I, mean, I know Toby Keith passed away recently. I never listened to that. I that's I, anything past like 1980 whatever so do you listen to any music like from today yeah like the, top the x's and o's song i the x's and o's song i referenced this is recent really yeah ellie king okay Let's, okay i'll i'll bring <laughs> up a pay i'll, I'll bring up a god english is hard a playlist here we go <clears throat> Uh, uh, keep talking among yourselves and figure out how to do this newfangled technology. Uh, Fred says, I think John drugged mini Stanley mug with uh, ADD anti Dylan depressants. It's true. Honestly. Okay. She's not nearly as excited. True confessions. About she was. True confessions. Whenever I'm watching the men's basketball games, like I'm always pausing it. Okay. I know right where you're going to go with this. Who's there? Is Dylan there? And I know kind of where he sits, right? Oh my God. But okay. I, I have not seen him. I'm sure he's there though. He's probably, maybe he's wearing a, a big nose disguise. There you go. With the, <laughs> the fake mustache himself. and the glasses. Classic. 
Okay, Mr. Brightside, when you were young, somebody told me Runaways All by the Killers, Clarity by Zed, Bang Bang, uh, Humble by Kendrick Lamar, X's and O's I Said by Ellie King, Broken, I Like Me Better, The Mother We Share, I Still Believe, uh, some 80s songs, let's see, Bang Bang by Will I Am. Uh, I think one of the, I think one of the best recent pop bands is actually Walk the Moon, and I'll tell you why. I know that they did the single, uh, "Come on, sit up and dance, shut up and dance," whatever the fuck it was. It's a cheesy song, but their their music is actually pretty deep within their discography. If you want a beautiful, beautiful Walk the Moon song, listen to Akma, man. It's it's probably one of the more beautiful okay. love songs you'll ever hear. Surrender is beautiful. Back to You is wonderful. They're really a very very good uh pop band from tibet today time bomb uh let's say uh well i have another where no one goes <laughs> it's from a movie train your dragon another day of sun from la la land uh loudspeaker by muna then i have a couple songs mm -hmm. by tom jones uh here it goes move along by the all-american rejects here it goes again okay go after hours we are scientists uh, Bring Me to Life by Evansense. How long, how long does this play? <laughs> Roller Coaster by The Bleachers. I Want to Get Better. Don't Take the Money. Uh, okay. Ode to Billy Joe by Bobby Gentry. John, uh, John. No, no one said it would be easy by Cloud Called. How long should I go on here? Okay. Uh, you lost me. <laughs> is there a coordination playlist? That is yeah. a great question. I think we ought to have a coordination playlist, although I don't think we could I do, you agree don't think I should on put music. It together. No, because it would yeah. be circle jerks and <laughs> zen music. <laughs> Some people maybe need to be introduced to circle jerks. <laughs> oh, Ramstein. Hey. How about the gorillas? That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking that you would be a fan of Ramstein too. Many, uh, do you, I, are you familiar with Ramstein? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do host. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, I, 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 yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Fred says Josh and, uh, and he are the coronation playlist. Wow. And we play the hits. And we play the hits, guys. We play the hits. So. That's true. And they never, never stop. Okay. Melissa, Melissa Getchell says, never heard of any of them. Okay, <laughs> fine. Fine. We're going through, we're going to go to another one. This one's labeled old, old. This one's labeled old country. Okay. okay. Uh, when it's springtime in Alaska, Johnny Horton battled the New Orleans, sink the Bismarck, all Johnny Horton. The most romantic song ever made in the history of music, Wichita Lineman by uh, Glenn Campbell. You know, a know number of songs by Glenn song. Campbell, Galveston, Gentle on My Mind. The Man Who Shot Liberty Valiance, uh, Gene Pitney, Streets of Bakersfield, Dwight Yoakam, El Paso and Big Iron, Marty Robbins. Uh, this is probably going to drive. Okay. Carroll County Accident, Porter Wagner. I bet she's heard of them. <laughs> Wolverton Mountain, Claude King, Jolie Blonde, Frid Fiddlin' Frenchie uh, Burke. Okay, okay. Make the world go away, Eddie Arnold. I'll just move on now. Okay. Excellent, People except for will stop Yoakum. listening. It. Okay. That's that's what I have to say. Okay. Josh Can Hansen says, Gen 
Gentle on my mind is more romantic than Wichita lineman. You know, Glenn Ham Campbell had a very beautiful voice, and, and uh, Gentle on my mind is a very pretty song also. Okay. My favorite – okay, I'm just going to say this. Oh, yes, Waylon Jennings, great. My favorite country western singer of all time was George Jones. Oh, there you go. Fantastic. He made the saddest song ever made. I've stopped loving her today. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. That's he stopped song. loving her today. Yeah. Not I stopped <laughs> loving her today. We won't, we did, won't is, break up. Oh, see, that, there you go. Bullshit. You, you, you get one. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop now. All right. Can I Can I just finish going through the schedule? Oh, God, yeah. there's more. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. So I'm after... Ready. After we have the third graders visiting at Memorial Stadium for camp, which is freaking awesome. I wish I lived there so that I could send a third grader there. You can move <laughs> to Lincoln. I would I would love to. Well that actually I would you know what? I've talked I've talked about getting like a condo there. Um in August. So I think rules taking <laughs> like a month off, right? Because at the end of July, they have the team move into one like area on campus. Do you remember that? And the, the coaches yeah. have to live there too. And that's Selling when they start. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's when they start gearing up for the season. And then first home game, August 31st. Let's go this back to this. You're talk, thinking about getting a condo thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I it's love like a drag. It's off topic without any effort whatsoever. So are you thinking about actually getting a condo? In <laughs> oh, I've talked about it. <laughs> well, okay. Is this like, you know, I talk about a lot of things, you know, when, when nobody's home, I talk about a lot of things like, well, I won't bring them up here, but you know, <laughs> every time I go there, I'm just like, man, I need to live here. I need to have a place here because it's heaven. It is my favorite place in America to visit. So I would love to have a place. Well, if there are any realtors out there watching this show, you please yeah. contact Minnie and send me please an email. And I'll, I'll see what happens. I have investors. I've talked to other people about this. <laughs> Not kidding. You have investors. I do. <laughs> I I mean I, I've talked to other people about okay, getting a condo there just you know so we have a place to stay for games during the season. <laughs> okay, but Minute. wait a minute. You're thinking about getting a condo, but you can't come back for the spring game. Well, the problem is. Oh, honestly, I would love to. I, I think, still have to think about it a little I more. I think if if what the chat is saying right now, we what? have a realtor in um, amongst us. Ooh! Oh my exactly. God, Dave Matty, that's yeah. right. Yes. So, well, there you go. 
how do you give back to to you know one who's given so much to us? You go and buy a freaking condo with you and your other investors. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I, you can have it. it be like a timeshare thing. You get it when mm-hmm. you want it and everybody else mm-hmm. can kiss your ass. That's what I think. <laughs> exactly. And I know a guy who can put a little uh, property casualty coverage on that thing for you, too. <laughs> okay. Because you're going to need homeowner's insurance or condo owner's insurance or even liability. I don't know. Umbrella coverage. I don't know. I don't deal in that stuff. So, um, and Fred will do his due diligence and only take a 25% commission for the finder's fee. So, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Fred. <laughs> That's awful generous of you because we know you could have charged much more. So. All right. Let's get to some questions. Um, James Borman says, uh, and I think this is going back Indiana. to the basketball yeah, the game uh, last night. There was a ball that went out of bounds that was called Nebraska ball by the official three feet away. He was overruled by the other official 20 feet behind the play. Uh, look, it's, you know, Nebraska still not going to get those calls. You know, you know you're you're at Assembly Hall. It was really stupid. I tweeted about it. It was, it was. You know, the guy couldn't even have seen the ball go out. He was at the opposite end of the court. The players had their backs to him. I have no idea why he overruled that. Well, yeah, I do. It's Indiana's court. You know, it's home court advantage stuff. Uh, see, Terry Swanson says I usually go to ESPN or Fox Sports for real estate advice, but might have to switch to coordination. <laughs> I noticed he. Did. I, I grew up with Terry. He tried to kill me many times. He. I noticed he didn't say anything about music advice. No, no. <laughs> I'm. I having worked in terrestrial radio, even I never just said, "Here's the next thirty songs that you're gonna hear," and just writing a list. It's. It's not how the uh, radio industry works. I applaud your valid attempt to entertain and enlighten the audience, but holy shit, don't ever fucking do it again. (laughs) James. Next week, week it'll be the post-punk eighties playlist. Okay. Ah. James Boardman was looking for a rant earlier. So there you go. You didn't specify what kind of rant. Oh no, we're getting there. John's musical rant. Um, our, our our super living in Omaha, David Matney. Uh, now I'm starting to think that living in Omaha is not actually like his de- his residence, but how what he helps other people do. Oh, this is unlocking a new layer. Uh, oh. Anyway, serious question about NIL. When do you think there will be a lawsuit over Title IX and, and and NIL? How do you think the NCAA handles that? Seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. There are. I'm, there are unbelievable shit tons of lawsuits against the NCAA for both of these subjects. Uh, Nail is uh, right now. There's a lawsuit that they're almost certainly to lose that has a liability of around four b- billion dollars. So uh, they're being sued for like back, basically the equivalent of back wages and things like that. And they are going to lose these lawsuits. They are going to lose these lawsuits and probably, I keep saying this, three to five years where you're going to be looking at a completely different sports landscape. But yeah, they have, I I don't even know how many lawsuits are against them, but they're going to lose most of them. And what we're going to, what we're going to see is probably like the Big Ten and the SEC making a new league out of this and something different happening. 
Um, I saw a guy the other day predict that college enrollment will drop by 50% in the coming years. And I, you know, that's going to slaughter a lot of colleges and they're going right. to have to rethink if they're going to have athletics. So, well, and, and as crazy as it sounds, you know, my oldest is eight and he's in second grade and the twins will actually be three tomorrow. Um, I, oh, I happy was thinking, yeah, I think I was thinking about this, you know, before we start rolling sound, I'm like, yeah, you know, before like right around nine o'clock is when, you know, I looked at my wife and she looked at me and she's like, take me to the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, cause she's like, I know that they're going to send me home is crazy. And and the twins were born at one Oh seven and one Oh nine respectively on, on February 23rd. Um, but even like, you know, in, in talk with my clients now, it's what type of college <laughs> savings are, are you, are you planning and things like that. And so many of them are like, yeah, if that's where they, you know, there's there's a generation, and I'm I'm kind of of that generation that we're not pushing our kids to a college or university. Like if my kids want to go to a trade school or if they just want to enter the workforce, more power to them. I don't want them to incur six figures of debt for a degree that, let's be honest, they're not likely to use anyway because the workforce, I say the workforce in certain fields is overly saturated. So, um, you know, well, but, right, so I, 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 I understand. I, I should be able to take my kids' college funds and buy a place in Lincoln then. There you go. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. <laughs> you know, that, that's fine. And we know a guy. We do. Yeah, we know a guy. Hopefully he'll hook me up. He will definitely hook you up and, and maybe even waive his uh, commission. <laughs> Don't do it, David. Don't do it. If, she, if she's gonna, if she's gonna, you know, steal from her children's future, make her pay full price. Well, you you just told me I didn't need I, to save. I, I didn't. No, it's not what I said. Or I'm taking my my financial advice from you, Greg. Oh, we need to have a different conversation off air then. <laughs> uh, um, all right. So that's uh, that answers that question, I think. So, um, yeah, Mr. Matney says we need a Chatterverse line of shirts on the Cobby store. And uh, James says enter the Chatterverse T-shirt would be good. Um, let's see. Fred says, Terry, you grew up with John. You deserve an award of some sort. Oh, come on. He I he. He was difficult. I was easy. Do, do you want to see Terry's response before you respond? Oh, fine. Terry said, Fred, it wasn't easy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Just um, we were all stuck in a small town and there wasn't much escape from my voice. And uh, Highlander Gun asks when we're having a toga night. Oh, that's going to be fun. Uh, this Highlander Gun guy is a, too much of an instigator. He is. He's kind of a, a you know what stir. He, he he's good. And and that would be a fun one. You know you know we could watch Animal House. We we'll see how this goes and we'll see what happens next. Um, so Melissa, yeah, um, you know okay. they watch the football games and and other sports women. They'll sit and watch. Oh, ball they games and they want they, they like ball games. Have plans to. Visit Lincoln for sure. Yeah, we'll get them there eventually. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get there without them first and reunite <laughs> with all you wonderful people. Do my proper. Are you coming to the spring game? No. 
Why? Uh, you want just the blunt answer? Yeah. Right here, live on YouTube in front of everybody? Well, I would hope it's an answer you could give that doesn't get you in legal trouble. No legal trouble. I should, no money. Oh, okay. I get that. Uh, let's see. Fred will donate $100 to get an Animal House watch along. There you go. Oh my God. Hundreds of, every, every $100 that we collect on Coronation, we will watch a movie of your choosing. Well, wait a minute. Oh, that That's could the be go up. That should be, that could be real <laughs> dangerous. All right. Let's look. We're, we're closing in on the 90 minute mark, and John doesn't want to be up any later. So we have to get to the that which infuriated me to such a degree that I included it in the title of this show when I said Nebraska basketball, good and bad, and rage against idiots. Okay. Nothing. I'm just, I'm preparing myself. Okay. So our uh, friend, Mr. Adam Carricker, shared this graphic earlier this week. College football's most iconic teams. (laughs) why are you doing this to yourself (laughs) because i saw it and it pissed me off to no end oh my god really what is he thinking no he he didn't create it he saw it and he said i came across this or this was sent to me what do you think yada yada so he did not create this he just what is b33 i don't know i thought it's a bingo (laughs) well b only goes up to 15 don't ask me how i know that um oh yeah i i completely agree and understand uh josh that this is clickbait trolled definitely just out there for clicks and engagement and i got sucked into it but it pissed me off why because it's complete absolute fabricated bullshit first of all Number 14 being the 2023 Colorado team. That's what I They were kind of iconic. (sighs) Not not in any good way. Well, yeah, Um, but David, you know, we're going to talk about it for years to come. For for what? Two games? The the 2023 Michigan team is not iconic. 2020 Coastal Carolina. No, I I guess if you want to call iconic as, as not saying best, then... You know, or what for, does the maybe, word iconic mean, Greg? I always thought Come it was. On. I always thought it was like legendary best things that are above the rest. Um, I don't think Boise State, 06 Boise State teams in there. I don't think the 2017 Central Florida team is in there. And with the benefit of hindsight, I think we all wish that the 2017 Central Florida team would have finished six and six, because then we wouldn't have been stuck with Scott Frost. <laughs> Um, so this offended me in such a degree that I went and found three different I'm going to pull this down John I know you want to see me Uh, I'm going to pull this graphic down I went and pulled three different sites sources that had that talked about the best college football most talented college football teams of all time Uh, We're going to start with Fox Sports. This uh, particular article came out. I have to scroll all the way to the top because, of course, we can't just have nice things. Five most uh, 
talented college football teams of all time. This was August 22nd of 2023. Uh, it has the uh, in ascending. Hmm? Do we guess? No, we don't have time for that. John, you want to be out of here in five minutes, okay. two minutes. You're right. Um, in ascending order, they have number five being the 06 uh, Oklahoma Sooners, They had, which, uh, of course, featured Adrian Peterson. They have the 2015 Ohio State Buckeyes with uh, Zeke Elliott and other others. They had the 2021 Georgia Bulldogs at number three. Then they had the 1986 Miami Hurricanes, um, which, you know, whatever, Vinny Testaverde is the quarterback. Um, and then they had the 2017 Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, those are what? Those were, according to FoxSports.com and this at least this writer, the five most mm-hmm. talented college football teams of all time. So I think they're looking more at – at draft, draft picks, yeah, okay. etc. Um, so I, I, you know, okay. Then I go to Bleacher Report, and this article from God dang it, I always scroll to the bottom because I was curious to see what the hell. Uh, this article from 2020. So again, won't have the last couple of years. Uh, the 10 best college football teams of all time. Honorable mention was uh, they had. The 1945 Army Black Knights, 1947 Michigan Wolverines, 1947 Notre Dame, 1968 Ohio State, 74 Sooners, 87 Miami Hurricanes, 94 uh, Penn State, uh, 2008 Florida Gators, and the 2013 Florida State Seminoles. Those are the honorable mentions. You get the 1956 Oklahoma Oklahoma Sooners at number 10. Then you get the 79 uh, Alabama Crimson Tide at number 9. The 05 Vince Young Texas Longhorns at number eight, which is, you know, pretty darn good football team. The uh, 2018 Trevor Lawrence Clemson Tigers. You had the 2019 Joe Burrow LSU Tigers. You had the uh, 04 USC Trojans, Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, I believe, uh, in that duo. And number four, you have Tommy Frazier and the 1995 Nebraska Cornhuskers at number four. Okay. So at Bleacher Report, they found three teams better than that. Um, here's the thing, Nebraska that year finished 12 and 0, uh, with 35 or more points in every game. Uh, six of those were 50 or more points. Uh, they beat the second ranked Florida 62 to 24 in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, and in the other, uh, games against top 10 teams, they outscored the opponents 134 to 49 and, uh, no team lost to Nebraska by less than 14 points. That's number four. They have the 1972 USC Trojans. They have the 1971 Nebraska Cornhuskers. John, I think you were entering your 14th year wow. of med school. Um, this was Jerry Taggy, um, yep. Johnny Rogers. Uh, Nebraska beat Alabama in the Orange Bowl 38-6. to six. Uh, Nebraska was number one, Alabama number two. And then they have Say the old one. Again. What was that score? We beat uh, who? Alabama. Alabama. 38 to six. Scream that. That is. I, I can't. All my so friends freaking awesome. Look up. Look up no wonder I, Johnny you Rogers look up, runs look around up, so the, pissed off all the time. I'd be pissed if look, I was him too. Okay. Since, <laughs> right. you're a newer, since you're a newer Husker fan. You need mm-hmm. to go to Amazon. Go to Amazon right now. Okay. And first search for 71 Game of the Century. They'll see if that's the proper title. 
Oh, you know, God. you had a book that you brought out that was like two. Wasn't it two volumes like this thick? And it had yeah, that... the Husker, like so much of like information. Oh, that was, that was about, uh, that was by call Paul Koch's books that are uh, interviews with all the people about from the nineties. I'm not, that we're going to have to so reference. Much. I will have to reference this. Remind me to look it up next week. There's a book out there that talks about the 71 Nebraska, Oklahoma game. Uh, it's one of the better books. Probably actually right back here on my shelf. In fact, I probably know where it is. <laughs> In fact, let me There's get up. Guy. There he gets up. Well, okay. <laughs> he goes down to his knees. His a robe. Little <laughs> a little disappointed by the length of that robe, actually, John. Is it the irresistible Oklahoma meets immovable Nebraska? Is that it? Here it is. The game of the century. The game of the century. Nebraska versus Oklahoma. Uh, it, it may be out of print. It is written by, it's from Bison Books, which is a Lincoln publisher. Written by Michael Corcoran. Okay. And no, Fred, it's, it's, listen, Fred, they invented the internet. I don't have to keep my <laughs> copies of jugs around anymore. The fact that you knew that was a thing, but, oh my God, Fred. But no, it's, it, this is an it. excellent book. If you want to read about the, you know, past history, 71 team, this book is excellent. It's really shiny. You know what I mean? But there you go. Get it, go see if it's on Amazon. And if it's not on Amazon, go to abooks.com and buy it. John, I'm waiting for you to to do it. You got to call what? Fred a shit ass for that comment. Fred, you shit ass. <laughs> there you go. All right. So again, back to that Bleacher Report list. They had uh, the number one team, uh, the best college football team of all time, being the 2001 Miami Hurricanes. That was a very talented team. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if they're. You know. Again, I'm biased. Then you go to ESPN. In ESPN's okay. page two has the list of the best college football teams of all time. And it's from a staff. So it's not one individual writer. And again, in ascending order, uh, I'm trying to highlight or, or find some eyes. I'm not going to worry about the uh, also receiving votes, but they have at number 10, the 1961 uh, Crimson Tide. At number nine, they have the uh, 1974 Oklahoma Sooners. At number eight, they have the 1956 Sooners. And number seven, they have 1947 Notre Dame. They also have 1947 Michigan at number six. Uh, Miami, the, they have – this is how, how subjective, I guess, this is. They have the 01 Miami team at number five. They have the 1945 team at uh, uh, from Army at number four. They have Nebraska's 95 team at number three. The 72 USC team at number two and Nebraska's 1971 team at number one. Why did I go to this extreme amount of, of research? Why did you? Because did that you? list pissed me off so much. I, again, <laughs> I don't know what it is about okay. that because I knew that that, but, list, that list was designed to bait me in, and I thank God for someone like Adam Carricker so that I didn't have to engage this social media troll who put it out there for the designed explicitly designed purpose of 
riling up fan bases like me uh, so <laughs> that I could just see it on Adams, steal it, borrow it here. I actually commented uh, as the uh, as the Five Heart Podcast Facebook page, I commented on Adams' post, but like, I'm going to steal this and we're going to use it as cannon fodder on this week's show. Um, yeah, yeah, Michael, and I'm not – uh, you're not wrong. Michael Hosman says they trolled me good. Uh, I don't think that's what he said. I think he that's said, what he said. I think they said they he trolled you good. That's what they <laughs> said. That's what that, that's how you properly read that. They trolled you good. Well, David agrees hundred percent and okay. so, uh, Greg also believes that the list was AI generated. I don't that's I'm, a possibility. Yes, yes, Minnie. I'm sorry. I I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm I'll so down. first thing that I did was look up who the heck is this B-33. Right. I mean, yeah. never heard of them before. So, yeah, all they did was like pre-war college pennants. They like clearly way back in do- the day. Obviously. So then I wouldn't give it any consideration. But I'm with you. It ticks me off to no end when people, like, I hate hearing about, okay, especially because now we we're, everyone's talking about who's going to be in, you know, the, the um, college football playoffs because of the new five and seven thing. And I hate it when they forget about Nebraska. Hate it. I'm with you. I knew as soon as I saw that graphic that it was designed to piss me off. You personally. It, yes. It succeeded immensely because I just gave it a whopping 12 and a half minutes here on at the end of our show. But mm-hmm. such is the – and I don't know, again – if you if you read if you read the article or if you read the description on YouTube uh, for this show, recency bias and clickbait, and I hate them both. That's what this is all about. 2023 Colorado, though, we're going to be talking about that team for years to come, Greg. We're going to be talking about Lamborghinis and um, I'm here uh, too. Louis Vuittons. I'm here too, John. And I do have a thing or two to say about the 2023 Colorado Buffaloes. I think he was okay? saying we, we, the three. He was addressing me because I'm the one who's clearly upset. I don't think He's he was. pissy. I don't think he was. Yeah, but I, I get just okay. as pissy when you talk about Colorado. Like there's something. Because they're okay. not. It was a team that, you know, if you want to talk about that 2023 Colorado team, and I don't want to give them a whole lot of air because they're not worth it. That's right. They're not worth true. it, Dion. That's true. That is they're true. not going to have the top two draft picks next year, Dion. Um, but it was a, they're, they're coming in so much. What I think after they beat us, they were like the 22nd ranked team in the country or something like that. Look, I said it. John, actually, I take it back. John, you said it. You're like, I think at the end of the season, we're going to have a better record. And yeah, I did. we did. Yeah. So I like this uh, because well Fred's give, Fred has given me uh, 
where I want to find. Yeah. So Fred first says, Greg got uh, best ever catfish. This is why I, I'm just a panelist. And then <laughs> uh, said, oh shit, mini moving from panelist to full blown co-host. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I just, I made myself that just now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's all good. Welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, all right. so, so many, uh, Michael Corcoran's book is on Amazon. You can, it okay. doesn't have this cover to a different cover, but you can look it up. And then next week I'll give you a different book to read. You can give me books. It's the off season. I need books to read. We all do. Well, it's our this, reading is the assignment. One for, this is the one for this week, the game of okay. the century, 1971, Nebraska, Oklahoma. And you remind me next week, I'll have a different one. Real quick, um, you know, I was looking, I love anything like vintage, old paraphernalia. And I was looking up. Um, that's why you like John. Doesn't explain like Dylan John very much. So but much. <laughs> I was looking up um, old Nebraska Cornhusker football um, team photos. And I came across the one from 1913. And I should have sent it to you guys. I didn't know I was going to talk about it, but it is so great. There's literally only 13 players on the team. Okay. And half the team is like lounging in the front. It just, it, it made me think of John and how he, how he's doing these history videos and how much everything has evolved. It, it certainly great, has. Great picture, though. I just love how everyone's like lounging on the floor. That's the official team photo. <laughs> That's what we need, John. Uh, at the at the spring game and and the baseball weekend <laughs> for coordination to do like a group photo, just lounging. Well, well, you know, if if people show up, we'll we'll see what we can do with that. Well, I'm sorry that I will not be able to be there. We'll just we'll put we'll cut and paste you in there. That's fine. With long hair and a cowboy hat. I like it. That way, <laughs> I too can look as awesome as this guy. Yeah. Look at that. That's peak. That's peak, John. Who are uh, the two actors on the far right? Why don't I know them? That's a really good they, question. They were killed early. I don't think Is that's that the why? case. <laughs> so, so we could impose, superimpose Greg's face. That's really on one necessary. of them. I'm one of the <laughs> unknown guys because he'll be killed yeah. early. Um, Poor Greg. That, that's, you know, we don't need to go that far. I'm trying to figure out which one they, uh, I think they, did they uh, copy your face over Dermot Mulrooney? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that now. I don't, we'll find I don't out. Well, we're going to find out in a week. We're, we're past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is next week. Yeah, it's the first. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. All right. John, sorry. We kept you up late. Um, yeah. I'm a horrible human being. I don't know how, how to... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for agreeing with me. It's good that I have some... Uh, you know, John, it's partly your fault because you did do like a 10-minute rant on music. 
Just saying. Okay. Is that fair? <laughs> yeah. Hey, next I time. I coaxed into it. Next time, keep your Dr. Demento locked up. What? How How can I share uh, my wisdom with the world if I just don't mention it? I don't know. David Matney wants to know, why is there an, a Michigan emoji in the channel members list of special emojis? I want to file okay. a protest. And I we can't see it. it in the chat, so I don't I, know. But. No, we can't. I'll go look at that. There's a Michigan and an Iowa Ooh, emoji. I'm, I'm yeah. right there with Fred. Ick. That's a red flag right there. Okay. So, all right. It's time okay. to go. We appreciate all of you. We truly, gosh, we have so much fun doing this show. Um, and we're grateful that John was feeling well enough uh, in his old age to be with us again. And um, next week, next week he'll have the robe. He'll have a little pipe. Um, maybe. A, I mean, if you're going to go full hue, you got to go full hue. Oh, he didn't have a pipe. Don't look it up. I we're done. I think he did. I think he just, did. Just, we're moving on. We'll look All it right. up for next week. <laughs> yeah. All right. That is it for this episode of the Five Heart Podcast. Again, for all of you who join us live, God bless you. We're, we appreciate the fact that you don't read. Um, <laughs> because if you found <laughs> books, we wouldn't have an audience. <laughs> uh, but thank you all so much for, uh, for, for being with us, for tuning in. As always, you're the best. Um, and what it, we, we talk about all the time, what a great community that we have here. So, uh, for our founder, our fearless leader, our captain, John Dam Johnston, for our newest recruit, our Tennille captain, Tenille, anyway, uh, mini hunt and 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 true full co host, not just panelist. <laughs> I am your lowly uh, podcast servant panelist <laughs> Greg Mahachko yeah. thank you all we remind you each and every week that five heart is all the heart you need John yes we have no bananas <laughs> go big red mini yay let's kick some butt men's basketball let's kick some butt Woo. Yep. Okay. <laughs>